speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A hey, moron! Fairly strong week last week. So, um, see, over the last month, we've been in and out of the top hundred. So, see how it only ever used to show us the Apple top hundred. That's all I could ever find in the chart thing. But now there's one that gives you Spotify and Apple combined. So we've been in and out of that a lot over the last sort of month or so, which is quite good. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting looking at how the downloads go because sometimes you can range from like between five and ten a day, but then it will shoot up to like thirty to forty for one day. If I look at the downloads for the last for this month, guys, right alone, um, as you can imagine, ninety nine percent of it's from the UK, but we've got a small stint in America where people are downloading it. But we've also got one person randomly that's downloaded it in Iran. Amazing. And one in Sweden, so... See, I do wonder if some of these folk are using, like, mad VPNs and shit to get uh, the shit. But yeah, if you're doing anything illegal online, an Iranian VPN has probably got to cause me red flags and what you're actually doing that's illegal in the first place. Good point, very good point. Well, guys, <laughs> if we were to take uh, our top five downloaded countries, um, we'll, I'll give you the first two to start with of the UK and the United States. What would be the next three top countries that download the Morons Review Movies podcast? I'm sure Germany was up high. Germany is fourth on the list. Oh, um, I'm sure we did have somewhere like Indonesia or something like that. Close, that close India is our third highest. Wow. Hello, Indian listeners. <laughs> And uh, guten Abend to our German listeners. I'm just, Indonesia was six as well, Daniel. You're not far. Weirdly, these are all above Ireland, which is seven for our list. Um, but the last country is Australia. Oh, that's quite good. So from the land down under, thank you very much for listening. We'll flip the camera oh, upside down. There you go. Well, last week's one, I was correcting saying goodnight at the end. That was a nod to our Aussie listeners. Oh, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, guys, nice to see you again. Another week gone. Thankfully, Sean's made this one on time this time. Are you okay? Are you a bit, are you a bit hungover? Uh, I'm very rough, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long hangover you've had, Sean. <laughs> you could, get far you too old for that. You, you know, can tell that he's uh, he's struggling because eh? he's say, saying what he needs to say and that he's no talking outside of that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I'm no much I'm no much value today, guys. I do apologise. Like, oh, I woke up, like, this morning it was like horrendous and then like Laurie's been back shift. So like I've I felt I had a nap at like one o'clock until like two and then I fell asleep on the couch earlier on. I just feel dead groggy now. This is what happens when you go drinking all day when you're in your thirties. I know, I know. Oh, you sound so full of regret. Like you, you oh, sound like an addict. Not it's drinking. Ridiculous. It's, it's so bad.
let's cheer you up by talking about the movie that we're going to be reviewing this week that was selected by Bunsey, I believe. Bunsey, had you seen this one before? No, I hadn't, no. As this was, um, this was like, I took a lot of care in this pick because I, um, I think when we, on two weeks of this episode, as I realised that one, whatever one I'd picked before, I think it was Meet the Parents, wasn't on our streaming site, so I had to change it, and I changed it within about two minutes flat. Um, and all I did was went into Netflix, looked at romance, and then picked one. <laughs> so... There's a lot of so thought that's been into this. You part. went for Friends with Benefits, which is a young man and woman decide to take their friendship to the next level without becoming a couple, but soon discover that adding sex only leads to complications. Who would have thought it? Um, starring Justin Timberlake there. If we go back to last week's episode, this is a man that gets referenced about being Justin Trouser Snake a lot. It's apparently swinging this boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my research up in the background, guys, for <laughs> for later use. Um, Bonzi, take us away with your thoughts. You are the the king of romance in this group, which <laughs> says a lot about this group. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Um, I so obviously I had no idea what I was going into. Basically, when I started this, um, obviously the title sort of makes it a wee bit obvious, but in terms of actually how I'd first time watched, didn't have any idea how it was going to progress. Um, I thought it was quite enjoyable, probably as expected, a lot of the stuff. Um, you're never going to watch this kind of film and give it a massively high rating, but I'd imagine that probably everyone thought it was quite amusing. Um, not just because she's stunning, as I thought Mia Kunis was classing it, just with her mannerisms and how she was quite funny. She just, it seemed as if she fitted the role perfectly. It seemed like natural to her. Um, and although the script, I don't think, was anything great, as I thought her and Justin Timberlake were, were good in it together and they sort of carried, carried it themselves, really. Um, there seems as if there's quite, there quite a good chemistry between them as well. So it didn't feel as if you're just watching two, two, two people on screen. It seems as if it flowed quite well with the progression of their relationship or whatever you want to call what happened between them and the film is um I thought as well that the the other part I liked about the film was that when they introduced like both sides of each family to the film it added a bit more layers to it instead of just being pretty standard and just like about if it was just a film that was just about the two of them and that was it. It might have got a bit boring at stages for me, but I thought because they added the different parts into her mum and his dad who's got um is it dementia? Is it Alzheimer's? He's got dementia. Yeah, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's has yeah. got. Um, I think similar story. Yeah, that's what I wasn't sure if it was. I wasn't sure if it was what one it was. That was. I hadn't. have not read up in this film after it, to be honest. Um, the bits that I thought was a bit weird how Justin Timberlake starts talking to his sister about how, if this is meant to be his supposed like best friend, how he's like saying how damaged she is, how. Basically, she's making making it sound as if she's a bit of a roaster, and <laughs> yeah, he's just bad mouthing her to his sister. Obviously, he's not expecting her to be in the room at this point. But, but that's, that's a proper denial thing, though. That's like I'm going to tell you what's the nastiest thing, so you'll stop saying how much I like her because that's because I really do like her. It just seemed a bit over the top, though. I thought like uh, a bit too extreme. That seemed is a bit annoying because they make this. The sister makes a point of saying, where is Jamie? Like, she's already left. 
uh-huh. and then he pops her head out of the box in the middle of the room. Yeah, I know. Um, and I thought the ending was a bit over the top at the central station as well. Like that was just a bit cringe. I thought, like, some folk might be like, "Oh, that was so class. It was really romantic and all this." I'm like, nah, too much. Not for me. Um, and but yeah, I, I I quite enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a film I'd even heard of before I even started this, so I was fairly surprised that I did enjoy it. Um, Obviously, I think probably I would enjoy any film that Mila Kunis is on, right enough. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. I tell you what, when you, when you watch this and you see the half-naked bodies and what a chassis you see on the screen, the absolute peachy arse as well. And then Mila Kunis comes on and ruins it. I think we should spend the next that. 10 minutes talking about Justin Timberlake's abs, please. Uh, I don't know. I don't, he's not going to, I don't fight, think he's one of the most attractive men we've seen. He's still got a weird face to me. I don't think... I, he's not high in my handsome men list, Justin Timberlake. He's still got the curly in sync here. It's that weird face. He looks like a, an animal, like a meerkat or something. <laughs> Well, Bunsy, just just to echo a lot what you're saying, there, I quite enjoyed this film. Like, it's I'd never seen it before, and it's one of these films that you put on, you know, fine well what's going to happen. You're like, you you know the storyline before you even turn it on, and how it's going to end. They're going to get together and fall in love, blah blah blah. blah. But there was I I really liked all the side characters in it. Woody Harrelson was excellent. Yeah, this right. is the best movie I've seen him in that he's played basketball. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I just his his character was excellent. Um, her mum was quite funny, um, really yeah. over the top. Like obviously, very very unrealistic to what would happen in real life, but it was still quite funny. Um, I, I I usually hate this type of character, but I really liked the Sean White character. Obviously, that's him playing himself, but it was just such a random thing to have in the film that I thought it made sense because it was just a bit all over the place. Mm-hmm. Who's that? The, the snowboarder. Oh, the wank- he was a wanker. Aye. But he's like, is he actually famous in the life? Aye, he's a, he's a real-life snowboarder. There was a, he had a, a PlayStation game. Wow. Is he like the Tony Hawk of snowboarders? <laughs> Pretty much, aye. <laughs> Um, so that, to me that was quite cool but it was quite like, it's not a laugh out loud funny film but it's not boring um, there's much more entertainment in this than there is in the fucking Queen movie that we watched that's for sure um, I'm going to jump in here and say the complete opposite of you just to give some contrast um, sure. I just thought this was really poor like do you know what I find like see I, I quite like a good romantic comedy sometimes right but the ones I dislike are the ones that are completely undelatable, right? This guy's like the fucking editor of the GQ fucking magazine, and she's like this high-powered headhunter, and he's able to fucking arrange a full Grand Central Station flash mob, and they're like, let's just fly to LA for the weekend, and it's like, oh, I like it makes me not care about these people and their happiness. Um to me as if that was like something that would have been planned like months and months in advance. So I think that was. I know, I know when you're loaded. Do you mean you just these guys are able to just do what the fuck they want? 
screen. I did find it like, funny when he just booked on a flight without any details whatsoever. Aye. I know. Aye, you can do all that shit when you're loaded. This is it. It's like this mythical world where you could just fucking kick about New York and have these amazing apartments and fucking... Climb up to the top of the big skyscrapers and look at the stars. Aye. And like, I don't have any sympathy for any character in this. Oh, boo-hoo, you're shagging Mila Kunis and then... You didn't want it to be serious, so she wants to go with someone else. Fucking unlucky, mate. Like, and same for her. Oh, you're getting to shag this Justin Timberlake guy as and when you want, and date other guys, and shag a doctor, and he doesn't mind. They're all just getting the best of everything. And I just don't know the, who you're meant to ever feel sorry for. Or like, there's. It feels I didn't like feel sorry for Justin Timberlake one bit. I thought he came across as a bit of a knob. Aye, they're, they're both quite entitled and. I, I don't know. I just, I just didn't. It didn't click with me. I didn't find it funny. And the thing I really didn't like about it was they were taking the piss out of the romantic comedies in the background by having yeah. that Jason Segel one, right? Yeah. And that only works if you're doing the opposite of the romantic comedy. This should have, for that to work, this should have ended with them still just shagging each other. Mm-hmm. Because that's the opposite. Do you mean that's kind of the vibe they seem to be going for? So see at the end when they just became an actual couple. It just was like of the other fucking romantic comedy film. I was really disappointed. Yeah, you, make, you make a really valid point because the, these type of movies, I suppose, validate that, like, that they're going to be a couple anyway. Like, it, oh, yeah. it, it puts these scenarios where them meeting other people just cannot happen because they've got this background. But, like, there's nothing to stop them finding someone else doing. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, 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 it's strange. It's a strange movie. I don't know what it's trying to do. Like, I think it, the concept sounds quite good. Like, a movie about an idea, maybe it's different for a normal romantic comedy where they've got this agreement where they just have sex and they're, they're pals. And I think for that to work, they should probably both go and get married to other people and that sort of shit. And then you get, like, a Burnsy love triangle and that. But they introduced <laughs> that doctor for a wee bit. Um, <coughs> bucked off and that was it like there wasn't really any sort of conflict or anything he, she overheard him say something that wasn't very nice and that was about it like uh-huh. I don't know I feel like very little happened apart from loads of scenes of Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake having cringy sex scenes where they were just like asking each other what they wanted to do all the time and giving each other instructions in an awkward way um, that was going to be the humorous part of it though and so they just like that was going to be funny I took from that wait wait you, you guys can't relate to being told what to do but then you don't have to tell the woman what to do <laughs> that I, don't know what, I would tell the woman what to do <laughs> <laughs> just looking at it is enough sometimes <laughs> Just looking at it is enough sometimes. There's a the name of the podcast. Hunter, high five on you on that one. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're two experienced shaggers. They should know what they're doing. Do you mean? <laughs> we're in our mid-30s and it doesn't seem like we came what we're up to. No, but what I mean is, right, for that to work, see if it was two, like, awkward, geeky folk that were struggling in love, right? But they were portraying the they were two folk that loved going out shagging and had big dating lives and all this sort of stuff. Like, it didn't make sense that it was awkward and, I don't know, none of this landed for me. I just thought it was really... See, I was just thinking about that now. How quickly does his character shift from his interaction with Emma Stone to then later on, he goes through this 
super confident, selfish, all about him guy who can be late and lie about it and all this kind of stuff to being a bit of a pussy for the rest of the film. Right, there's no consistency in the whole film. Like, I just thought about that there now, actually, which is weird because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, that bit, uh, you said he's odd to have, like that guy to take his trousers off in a meeting so he can go get dumped by Everstone. Hey. It's sort of enjoyable in a way that a really shit microwave meal is enjoyable if there's nothing else to eat. But it's not really, to me, it's like sustenance. It's, it's no good. It's poor quality. I actually forgot when Hunter said about the very st- when you mentioned the very start of the film, that completely is what erased from my mind. To me, the start of the film is them two actually already like have already met, whereas obviously that's no how it starts at all. They both end up going through a breakup. Which is bizarre. I don't know why that was. And from the very the- start, it's hard Sorry? to be engaged. I was saying for the very start, it's hard to be engaged because that guy, what's his name? Your fake Adam, Andy Sandberg. Mm-hmm. And, and no actual reality would Andy Samberg be dumping Mila Kunis. Like, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. He's punching there. Sean, let's bring you in. Um, we'll, we'll give you 10 seconds to tell us what you like and you can go back to sleep. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with these kind of films, I think it was you that said it, Kyle, you know already how it's going to pan out. I put my brain in airplane mode when I watch stuff like this and just <laughs> that's it. I, I, as well, as you've seen this film about a hundred times, it's just different actors and different actresses and a different setting. Uh, I, I don't really mind this. I'm never going to kind of look, well, to be fair, I, I don't really look too deep into any fucking film because I've not got the brain capacity to do it on a normal day. But with this, I don't really, I don't really mind it. I, I don't delve too deep into the their lifestyle and it, it is all the nonsense basically but as I tell you what's a better rom-com than this is the one with Sandra Bullock and uh, Ryan Reynolds in it oh, I can't I like called. oh I is that like the one where he's like, she's like his boss or something aye, aye. aye. that's pretty good just as that's Daniel was talking about like, being relatable and all that everybody's got a boss that they hate and he's just like a normal guy yeah. So that one was a, a lot better than this, but aye, this one's alright for me. I don't, I don't mind it or that. It's not going to set the world alight for me, but I think it's alright. Um, speaking of Sandra Bullock, I watched the movie for the first time the other day there, um, and I'm so shocked I've never watched this before. A Time to Kill. That's going back. Uh, it's on Netflix now. I've seen that on Netflix. I think it was recently added. It's, it's, I mean, she's absolutely stunning in it, but... Uh, what a film, by the way. Highly recommend watching A Time to Kill. She's in a lot of good films. There's another one that for a similar time period called... Murder... Reality. No, Murder by Numbers. It's got a young Ryan Gosling in it. Um, it's also very good. Murder by Numbers with Sandra Bullock. He's She's too good looking. I'm not watching that. You're not watching that? No, he's too good looking. I feel emasculated watching a young Matthew McConaughey. I'm not watching a young Ryan Gosling. Uh, he wasn't as handsome when he was young he's kind of he plays a bit of a knob I think he'll be alright he gets his comeuppance as well I'm spoiling it for you but I'm also selling it to you he's one of the numbers <laughs> that's mobbed up <laughs> I've lost the track of who's actually spoke about this movie so I'm going to assume that Hunter's got more to say um, 
I mean, you would assume I'm still to speak. Yes, that's correct. But <laughs> I can't um, add. I really everything that I would have said has been said by a collection of everyone here. As we've touched on, it's not the worst rom com out there. And I did have. I think I was. I think obviously that one that Sean's typed with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, but. Are there any other contenders? I did have a think, what is the best rom-com? I don't know, is that something we can even put out to the masses and get it's, some feedback as well? What's your favourite? See, that's the thing, I don't know. Maybe, I, like, see, for me, I mean, I, sat and, I do think, it, for my enjoyment, I don't know, if, especially for this one, uh, I mean, I'd sat and watched it, landing on a single bed on my phone in a hotel room in Rotterdam. It wasn't exactly the perfect setting for getting some enjoyment with <laughs> it. It sounded maybe like watch with the missus or whatever, but I mean, as you said, Kyle, I, think, I did think Woody Harrelson was the best thing in this film by an absolute country mile. The soundtrack's all right, and it's a decent enough watch. It's just, I don't know, I think that's obviously with this type of film, but it's never going to blow your mind with what it's never going to be a five out of five film. I think we just need to go in the mindset and accept that as kind of similar Sean says, you know what you're getting, know what like, don't expect too much from it and it shouldn't they let you down. See, well listen, I've pulled up just to jump in the the, the best rom com movies. Uh, Vanity Fair have a, a, a list they did this month for the best rom coms. Um number one and well, let's go through if we've seen these when Harry met Sally yeah, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Um, you've got mail. Wait, wait, wait. You've did... So when Harry met Sally, that's the famous scene where they're sitting having dinner and she like has a fake orgasm at the table. It's been copied loads of times. It's Meg. Mm-hmm. Meg Ryan. She's in the top two. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. I've seen you've got mail. Is that Tim Hanks? Tom Hanks. Tim Hanks. <laughs> Tom so Hanks. Did... Famous brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still going back to the list, Clueless at number three. Yeah, Clueless is brilliant. I feel like this list was compiled by someone who is at least the age of us because all these are like proper early 90s efforts. Like, there's nothing recent. Yeah, Brid- Bridget Jones's diaries in there. I'll, I'll speed run a few of them. One that's we've re- reviewed before, guys 10 Things I Hate About You. That's all right, actually. Um, number eight in the list, Groundhog Day. That's not, is that a romantic comedy? Did you re, did you notice um, that was Groundhog Day was recently the, the actual day itself, and there was a yeah. channel on Sky Movies that played the movie back to back all day. I like that. I, I saw that. That's funny. And I feel twenty four hours we played Groundhog Day back to back. That's incredible. A strange uh, couple of the rom-coms that I've always liked is the combination of Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. So I always liked The Wedding Singer mm-hmm. and. 51st Dates. I do like 51st Dates. 51st Dates, I know that one. I used to love that. I thought that was great as a wee guy. But as a teenager, I watched that quite a lot. A rogue choice on the, the, this list here. Number 13, Coming to America. Um, I suppose it's a comedy where, aye, aye, it's excellent. It's got this scene in it where he's in the big massive, like, it's like a fucking swimming pool, but it's his bathtub and he's getting cleaned off his little servants. And okay. she pops she pops her head up from the water and goes, your royal penis is clean. Good movie. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the, the fake McDonald's? Say that again? 
What was the name of the fake McDonald's in it? Oh, shit. That's going to really annoy me. You're Mr. Google, Kyle. You should look it up. McDowell's. Say that again? McDowell's. McDowell's, that's what it was. Samuel Jackson's got a small part in that as well. Yeah, he's the guy that tries to hold it up. <laughs> we're, we're, we're proper sidetracking because we've not got much more to say about this uh, this movie by the looks of it. Hunter, is there any any decent trivia? And if there's anybody I've missed out, please jump in. Um, I'm just going to have a look just now. Which means that Hunter's not recapped it, so we need a subject to talk about, guys. <laughs> Justin Timberlake's a weird way. He's, uh, you notice he never gets cast in anything anymore. What's ever happened to him? Oh, has he been to the island with Tarantino? I feel like there's something weird about Justin Timberlake. And you know how Sean just gets these feelings about folk? I've got a feeling that Justin Timberlake's somehow got something a bit seedy. Have you ever seen the movie that he done that is absolutely fucking dreadful, but it's a good concept of in time? I knew that's what you were going to say. Yes, I liked the concept, but it was very poorly executed. It is such a, like an interest. It's a very Black Mirror yeah. episode, isn't it? If they made a Black Mirror episode about it, it would be ten times better. They should do that. I've heard I've, on that subject actually. While Hunter's uh, desperately scrambling for some trivia, um. I've heard they're doing a new season of Black Mirror finally, which is exciting. Yes, I had seen that as well. I still tell people, Daniel, to this day about how you fucking stitched me up with that movie on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I got the message, get a movie message with Daniel, just watched Bandersnatch, would highly recommend it. And I was like, oh, did you really enjoy it? Oh, yeah, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And there's me thinking, no, Daniel doesn't fucking lie about shit like this. Like, I'm going to sit and watch it. And I sat, I sat on the floor and watched it because I watched it on an iPad and continually fucking selected different options and just rewatched this thing for about three hours being like I don't understand what's going on <laughs> so it bad dreadful <laughs> I was absolutely furious at the end because I messaged you after it and I was like I don't get this and then you just burst out laughing at me I was like oh, great cheers <laughs> <laughs> I knew also you were the only person that would actually watch it so I didn't even put it in the group I messaged you separately and was like here you need to watch this <laughs> Like, probably doing that to you, probably made Kyle actually feel all important and be like, right, I'll need to actually do this because if you put it in and a few years said, oh, maybe at some point, you probably wouldn't have even bothered, Kyle. No, because I do recommend recommend things to Kyle that he actually likes quite a lot. Um, This is the only time I've actually stitched them up. (laughs) I really like Black Mirror, though. There's not, like, most episodes are amazing. So then when they had this idea and it's like, oh, I wonder how this goes. If you have, you can make your own movie, essentially be picking the plots, but you actually can't know because if you pick the, the the wrong option for what they want, they just put you back to the start, and you have to pick the option that they wanted you to. Yeah, you end up in this loop. Uh, so shit. Again, good concept, but we're not quite there yet. But that, like, you you'll pick an option, and it'll be like, "Huh? Did you mean to select this option?" You're like, "No." It's like, "Oh, did you mean to select this option?" You're like, "Fucking just finish your film." <laughs> It's like, uh, do you remember when you were a kid, you got those books? There was books like this, and it would, you got a choice. If you want this to happen, go to this page. If you want this to happen, go to that page. Yeah. So bad, man. Like, great concept, but fucking awful. Doesn't I'm work. I'm going to select it for the next scene and unseen choices. <laughs> oh, that would be, fu- that would be a weird one to review. That would be funny. 
We would all have different experiences of it. Yeah. We should make it so you just have one go through and that's it. You don't get to go back and change anything or that. You just... I'll see if I can remember the fucking cheat code that gets it over in 15 minutes. We'll burn these in a loop for four hours. <laughs> Sean watching it with a hangover would be funny. Are we ditching Serbia again this week, aren't we? No, like, I've got a couple of things here. I, I was just letting you finish your conversation, that was all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, obviously, it was kind of, Kyle made a joke about it earlier, but uh, the nod to white men can't jump with Woody Harrelson playing uh, basketball in the film. And also, this is, I think I got these two films confused. So, Mila Kunis is also in another rom-com that came out the same time but basically the same concept with this one starring Ashton Kutcher the film's called No Strings Attached oh well, yeah is that the same thing it's basically the same thing isn't it yes yes aye so it's, aye, funnily enough both films have both made about 150 million dollars at the box office as well wow. it's like the well that that had Natalie Portman in it oh so it's, <laughs> fuck's sake but we're getting them confused because they're the black swan and the white swan from earlier on. Yes. But the, oh, I watched both just for the, those two. I mean, Ashton and Justin. Aye, of course. Just before you move on as well, have you seen they're doing a, they've got a remake of fucking White Men Can't Jump coming out? <laughs> and I am so angry. It looks fucking awful. Like, I don't understand why you would do that. Anyway, carry on, Hunter. Sorry. And also, basically, the... They, there was also a couple of add-ons to that, and those things attached. Um, also, so the other add-on was that Justin Timberlake uh, and NSYNC, they had a song and an album called No Strings Attached. Ooh. I think that was released. I do kind of vaguely remember a video with them being puppets, but I don't know if it was them or the Backstreet Boys. They're both the same thing to me. Uh, I think there was a puppet thing with NSYNC. Yeah. And again, there's not much on it. Um, although I've just seen that the film grossed only $300,000 more than those things attached. I mean, IMDb need to have a look at this because there's one saying they made the exact same amount and they've got this other but here saying that it made three hundred grand more. Sounds like IMDb are trying to start some sort of beef between those things attached fans and... Uh... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on the those things attached to trivia that will tell you that that film made $300,000 more. <laughs> Well, segue Dan, I've just searched up that White Men Can Jump. It's releasing. It's been released on the nineteenth of May this year, um, starring Cinqua Walls, who I've no idea who that is, and Jack Harlow. Oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> that so Jack Harlow name rings a bell. He's a singer. Is Never acted a... before. Oh, oh, it's such a perfect film. Oh. <laughs> I'm just looking at the pictures and that is the now. I'm just thinking about how shitty and lame and fucking stupid the banter is going to be, like the chat between them, because you obviously can't do it the same way they did it in the 90s with the way they spoke to each other. It's probably yeah, going to be yeah. fucking PG or a 12 or something. Why not just make it like, if they are really set on having it, like have it be the sons of the two of them or something, like don't remake it because it'll be scene for scene and it'll be worse. See, if I was going to do anything with it, just get the original actors and make them in a fucking over-60s fucking grudge match against the, the old guys for the fucking neighbourhood. That'd be much better. <laughs> or just leave it alone. 
Aye, mostly just leave it alone now. Fair enough. Well, we want to go and score this and we'll wrap up and make this one of the shortest episodes to date. I think it's been all right. We've no one. We've just got through it. But I think everyone's quite tired and I think Sean might be dead. So <laughs> <laughs> My heart's still beating. <laughs> Sean, I'm having to be a Robin Cole then now. Do you want one? Will I send one up to you? No, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> I was I was going to stay in Glasgow last night. I even went to the shop right at like quarter to twelve, and I thought it'd be a great idea to get a bottle of Morgans and a bottle of cola. <laughs> I ended up just getting the last ten him, so I fucking the total waste of money. <laughs> I'm actually glad that I did not stay because were I'm you getting carried at fucking midnight or was it that late or was it in the? Uh, it was actually half past nine. Uh, you should have just got a dialer booth and smash the delivery driver like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of our one of our friends oh done my God. Daniel's friend Daniel's friend <laughs> I like to introduce wild card strangers to the group every now and then just for one of them he was the definition of wild card was that the same guy that uh, when I walked in the room he, had, he had assured himself and everyone else in the room that he knew me from somewhere and they had beef with me uh, Aye, that was the same one yeah You've got beef with a lot of folk, Kyle, though, so that, just, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Slander. Have you noticed that a lot of these people just come and go for one event and then you never see them again? There's always uh, a couple of tag misfits at, <laughs> at these events and then I, you never see them. <laughs> I remember so once taking Sean, remember Sean, I took you in the car when I was driving to the shop or something, the, the bank machine or something like that, you were telling me how you were going to put this guy in a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> I watch UFC. I've, I've been watching UFC and I think that I could do a Kimura. <laughs> was, that, uh, was that the night you had a puff of a joint and had to go home? Oh, that was another bad night, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I sat in your bathroom for about an hour and a half. <laughs> just like trying to control my breathing. <laughs> That's See, when I think about like being in a, can, like a state, like a, I, I don't normally get like that. Like a, I'm always, always quite careful, no but that was, I can just remember, one minute I was fine, and the next minute I'm in the bathroom, and it must have been in there for ages, and I was just sitting in the bath, and I was like trying not to be sick, so I was like just breathing. And then I went downstairs, and I could hardly walk, and I was like, nah, I'm going to go home. And I remember <laughs> walking home, and I was like, it was like a, a power walk almost. I, I, was, I, I hated that feeling. Horrible. <laughs> I, mean, Dan, I remember looking at yours for the wrestling before, and... Obviously, I didn't smoke, but everybody was smoking and stuff. And I'd got a, we'd got food delivered. And I'd got a pizza, and I was like, I'm going to stand outside and eat my pizza because I didn't want the smoke to be around me when I was eating my pizza. Right? <laughs> um, but I was absolutely hammered at this point as well. Ate my pizza, walked across the street, spewed my load, phoned a taxi, and paid fifty quid to go home. <laughs> I it was still daylight at this point. I'm well, sure. More than likely, I'm, I'm notorious for that wee five o'clock, six o'clock leave. <laughs> But um, WrestleMania is coming up soon, so we might have another wee party. Annoyingly, I'm at a fucking wedding on the first night, so but I can have a party on the Sunday. Oh, you need to rethink your choices here. I know. I'm super annoyed about it, to be honest. Well, on that note, let's, uh, we never scored this movie, did we? Let's get to scoring. No. Uh, right, Mr. Loverman, Burnsy, you shoot first. <laughs> um... I'm still a bit torn with this. Um, I think I'm just going at quite low. 
I'm going to give it a 2.75. I thought you'd have went a lot higher than that, Burnsy. A lot higher than that. Um, fair, fair score. I'll give it a 2.5. Which I think is quite high for me, but actually... I quite. This is a game where I, where I think back to how we score this, right? Because I actually really enjoyed watching it, but I know it was shit. Yeah. So I think for me, is that there's a lot better romance movies that we've watched. That's what I'm basing it on, even though I didn't enjoy it. I know there's better films that I have watched that I've scored less because I've not enjoyed the film as much as this. Uh-huh. Aye, that's the way we sort of do it. But it's funny to think that I scored... Friends with benefits higher than uh, No Country for Old Men. That's, I mean, I most people would think that's outrageous, which it is. Oh. But, uh, I used to get in the very early days of this when we were on Twitch. I used to get quite annoyed about some of the scores, but I very quickly accepted what it was. Oh, it is what it is, uh, Hunter. A solid two for me. Solid two, Sean. 2.5. 2.5. Daniel, wrap it up. Uh, second week in a row of a one for me. You've had a rare in the movies. Christ. You enjoyed yourself, like. You just did not like those naked bodies on the screen for too long. <laughs> you didn't uh, see, you didn't see I, enough Bobby. Genuinely, so I do think that I, I, I'm not one of these folk, it's weird. I don't find any sort of celebrities attractive or that, because, like, I don't know, it's just not a thing for me going, oh, she's a hot celebrity. So I think most of this movie is you either fancy Justin Timberlake or Mila Kunis, and that's the main enjoyment factor of the movie. I think without that, there's not much to it. Do you think it's mad to think that she was married to Macaulay Culkin? It's wild. Macaulay Culkin, he's a cool guy, like. I always forget that. Burnsy, what has that done to the overall scoring? That's a 2.15. 2.15. Decent score for it. Fair enough. Well, that does wrap it up for this one. Do we know what movies we've got coming up next? Well, let's decide right now. Let's go and look at the list. I think the list is decided. I just can't remember what's next. Yeah, so we've got four left, but we've, we've not decided the order yet, so we can pick just now. I thought we had the same order, but anyway. Oh, have we? Well, see, I think I've got it in my phone, maybe. There was one that did have the order. I've not got it now, so it doesn't matter. I, I don't know, the one that I picked of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is still not being watched. No, I, I'm excited to watch that. We'll do that next time, then. Has anyone not seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I've not seen it. Oh! Bunsy? I watched it when we were at school, but I can't remember. Hunter, have you seen it? Yes, I have. Fairly recently, I think. Fair. Fair. I'm excited for someone who's not seen this to experience Nurse Ratchet. Kind of made me a ratchet than how I'm feeling now. <laughs> oh, okay, so we do we do have an order. So it's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and then Taxi Driver. Oh, an interesting week. Two weeks, sorry. We do record these separately. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited for those two. What a step up in class and standard from yeah. these last two. Oh, well, I suppose if we're going to keep letting folk like Hunter pick movies, eh, we'll let them off for that last choice. Yes, I know. I've, I've allowed myself one 
choice in the future. I'm still not forgiving you for Capone, that's for sure. No, I mean, no one will ever be forgiven for that. I do it. I've started recommending that to people now, just because. <laughs> I presume you don't like these people that you're recommending. I just, I think it's a really easy sell of a movie. But oh, you see, have you seen Al Capone movie with Tom Hardy? Fucking excellent. Exactly, that's it. <laughs> Everyone, you, if you're looking in sync, how they bring you in and you realise that you're just getting served up. Half a shite, essentially. Fair enough, guys. Let's wrap it up there. Let Sean get to his bed. He's a sleepy baba. Yeah. Sean, thanks for appearing. <laughs> Sorry for being late. <laughs> you weren't getting cursed at all. Like, I'll have to cut out the start of the episodes now. What's that to be fair, Sean? I had abuse Kyle because the night you missed this, but the time. So, guys, then... that's the end of the. Recording of the episode for this one. Um, as morons bid you farewell. I want to hear what Bonzi was saying there. Well, the last time we did an episode is, is that Kyle was meant to have been in his bed. Sorry, I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law. Gun, you fucking moron. Stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Up here, you morons. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron. Hey, moron. Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye.